0: You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? Please. Yeah. Relax a better word. It's good. You know what I mean? Money to convey a place like this. Money never sleeps pal. Wow. You're crazy. You know what it takes to so sell real estate? takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling and I can't get out.
1: All right, welcome to Money Never Sleeps, the show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the country to around the corner, uh, and around the world, for that matter. Um, it's been a crazy uh, time uh, that we're in. Uh, yesterday, something unprecedented happened. Uh, oil futures plummeted. I mean, it's negative territory, 20 uh, 2030. Uh, dollars a barrel for the uh, May contracts. Um, and it's very interesting because you, you, I mean I've haven't seen anything like that. It's never nothing. Not no one's ever seen anything like that. Uh, it was a historic moment. Uh, and then the June contracts are now you know coming in a little bit too. Uh, what what that's what that's showing is that which which is amazing to me. It's just showing that there are no buyers uh, for. You know, the physical oil, you know, and I don't know how possible I, that is, you know. So I think that, um, I think that, uh, with everything that's happening right now with the quarantine in effect and, you know, everyone really, you know, staying tight to their communities, to their homes, not going anywhere, not traveling, uh, you know, gas prices are not coming down as rapidly. You know, these are just, the uh, the contracts sort of dropping like that. You know, but it, it makes you think. It makes you think about a lot of things and how the world is changing. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, we're in a different world. You know, uh, everything has changed. So where things are going to go from here? You know, we'll, we'll see. I think that it's going to be something different. Uh, you know, right now in this world, uh, something that is happening now that... You know, you, you haven't seen it in, in, in quite a long time, okay? You know, you have people shopping; they're they're greeting, you know, the I mean, in a, in a positive manner. They're greeting the, um, you know, the, uh, the, the the check the cashier, the the one that's bagging your bags, you know, they're being very kind to all the warriors that are out there on the front line. The doctors, the nurses, that you know, other the healthcare workers, uh, first responders. You know, even the ones that are, you know, the, the, that are cleaning up all this stuff, you know. I mean, it's it's just uh, the, the level of, of of appreciation that I see coming from people, which is good. You see a lot of um, families kind of getting together, you know, parents, spending time with their kids, you know, walking their dogs, uh, bike riding, exercising, getting physical, things of that nature is just an interesting uh situation that that's happening that you know again things have changed so um i think that uh it would be it would be interesting to see if things remain somewhat in, in that fashion not so much to quarantine but as far as the appreciation for other people right? and going back to the oil um markets you know we'll see what happens i think that it's i think it'll rebound you know, I don't think it's going to stay down here. But I think that, you know, people begin beginning to realize that the way the world was is not that way any longer. And businesses are beginning to realize that, hey, I don't need to have, you know, 5,000, 10,000 people in a building. They can be spread out. It'll reduce my costs because for, for business, you know, you, you, you reduce your overhead as far as um, – as far as uh, office space goes, you know, it helps increase your margins. You keep more people employed and, uh, you you know, you have employees that have a better quality of life. Of course, you know, some people work better when they're in front of people. So you need people that are proactive. If they're reactive, then you may need to have them in an office environment, you know. So, uh, but uh, again, you know, it's just a transitional period for businesses big and small. And uh, right now, Uh, You have some states that are looking to open up their cities. Uh, They're, you know, in Jacksonville, Florida, they're looking to open up beaches, or they already opened up beaches. You know, um, don't think that's too smart this soon. You know, you should have a comprehensive plan and reopening. Uh, You have cities that are looking to, uh, uh, they they have a whole plan of action to start mapping out, uh, opening up starting out with gyms, uh, hair salons, recreational centers, and they're looking to do this as early as this Friday. And I think one of the main states that are going to, uh, that are looking to, you know, yank out of this quickly is uh, Georgia. You know, they're looking to just open up their their state and their cities uh, rapidly, which, again, you know, if it's not planned properly, it can, you know, blow up in their faces. You know, they have enough uh, equipment, you know, uh, from what I understand, stockpiled, that will allow them to combat it if something else happens. But, you know, again, you, you know, I'm not a not a professional when it comes to that. But, you know, you have to do things calculated to mitigate the risk. If you mitigate the risk, then, uh, you know, if you systematically do it, uh, you know, Barry uh, Sternlich, he mentioned that you know it's a good idea to do to open up zip code by zip zip by zip code and i think that's pretty interesting because you systematically open up your city piece by piece uh where you have the ones that are not impacted the most open up first and the ones that are impacted the most when they when you see a slowdown you can systematically open them up so i think that's a good plan Uh, but we'll see what happens we'll see where things go. Uh, one thing I will say that, you know, you have restaurants and other retail, uh, establishments, you know, they're, they're hurting right now. Uh, they've been closed for a while, you know, even though they, they, they're transitioning to, uh, e-commerce solutions and, and things of that nature. And some restaurants, you know, they're doing curbside, uh, pickup and so on and so forth. Now that's good. It, keeps uh, some employees working but at the end of the day you know it's not going to be enough to keep the lights on you know uh, even with the uh, stimulus package the ppp that was distributed that's not enough you know um you had the steak and shake uh, they received i think 10 million dollars in uh, ppp funding early on and they they you know they the ceo made an announcement that they didn't know what the parameters were. There were, there, was, there were no stipulations put in place, so they didn't know what they were dealing with. And they did probably the most honorable thing you can do in business uh, when they began to see what, what the stipulations were, and they were still in their right to keep it. But then when they saw that the funds were depleted from the PPP um, uh, distribution, and only twenty percent of the businesses that really needed it got the money. They are a public company, so what did they do? They raise capital in the public markets. They return the ten million to the, uh, the federal government, so they can distribute to the businesses that needed it. Now, are they going to, you know, you know, did the uh, are they going to do that? You know, who knows, you know? But if more big businesses. We're able to do that and raise capital in the public markets, and just you know, give give back that PPP, okay, so that other businesses can can thrive. You know, you have the airline industry; they got billions, okay. They can do something about it. They're, you're publicly traded; you can do something, but they're choosing to go with the bailout, which uh, look, I don't, I don't agree with in in full. Um, you have small businesses that need it; without it, they'll go out of business. And, you know, with restaurants, you know, they're not going to last too much longer if they stay closed. Retail, even big retail, you know, they're they're, they're hurting. And as I said, and if they stay closed, you know, some of these businesses, if they don't get up and running soon enough, uh, they're not going to be able, a lot of them won't be able to open up ever again. And that's going to be impactful to communities. That's going to be impactful to um to, to the industry, I mean, basically, when you and and let me just put it in this light, you if you have uh, restaurants, retail, you know, they're impacting tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of people. Now, you take an individual, and that individual may have a family, so they they're married, maybe they have two kids. That's four people. So you you multiply that by the number of people that are being impacted and you can kind of you know reduce a little bit for your little margin of error uh, so it, it's you're talking about hundreds of thousands of people tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of families um, think about the impact on communities okay you know it's it's very interesting uh, you know Amazon is one of the thriving companies they were trying to do something in New York you know right now I mean Bezos he added about 24 billion to his uh, personal net worth just by having amazon and it's increasing in value every day because they provide a service that people want to use they'll order online it'll get delivered to them and they're not at risk okay and it's funny amazon is one of the only companies that are really hiring and in bulk you have other companies that are trying to do it you know um uh you have supermarkets and things of that nature that are, that are trying to hire. But, you know, Amazon is is doing that in, in a big way. And they were looking to bring jobs to New York. And there was a particular politician over there that decided it wasn't a good idea, okay, and shame on her, okay. And hopefully, you know, in the near future, you know, she may get bumped out of, of office and and you'll have another individual come in that can um, work with both Democrats and Republicans to make things right and create jobs in New York. And and hopefully that that trickles down to other politicians, you know, know, doing what's right for their communities and not just for their own personal agenda, okay? Um, But anyway, um, in this world of ours, everything has changed. You know, technology is at the forefront, artificial intelligence, uh, is at the forefront. It's something that's not going away. You have big companies, small companies, mid-sized companies. You know, you even have uh, SMEs, uh, small and micro um, entrepreneurs all right, that are going and uh, they're, they, they're, they're embracing artificial intelligence on every level. You know, from computer vision, uh, facial recognition, uh, of course, machine learning is is a big thing. So the companies that have data, those companies are going to thrive. The companies that are creating the platforms, they're going to thrive as long as they're done right. Uh, security protocols are important. People want security. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting. And in this world of ours, this new world, uh, remote or telecommuting, all right, is going to be more prevalent, uh, telemedicine is going to be more prevalent. So, you know, having systems where you can uh, speak to your, your doctor uh, securely, share information securely, uh, where you can have a board meeting securely, where you can go and speak to your significant other securely, you know, uh, you can share files securely. All this stuff is becomes important. And ease of use becomes important. So, th- this is stuff that you need to look at as you're as you're you're you're, you're looking at companies and you're maybe doing your due diligence on on industries and things of that nature. It's good to look at that. Uh, commercial real estate, especially office space, uh, they're going to hurt, and they're going to hurt because they have a traditional business model where they're going in and say, "Okay, we have a we have a company. We're going to go through your." crazy you know financials and make sure you're suitable that you fit our standards and you're, we're going to have a, a two three four five year lease and you're going to pay and we're going to pay a, uh, a broker um x amount because they brought you okay um you know that 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 model where that that you have in place that's just solely you know you're leasing out spaces to to tenants um, it's going to change. You know, the old way of doing things is not going to work in this new world. You got to change. You have to adjust. And these are things that are going to become more, um, I guess, more prominent. Okay, and it's going to bring more value um, as you change. And there, there are, way, there are things that are happening now um, that are going to be very interesting. Uh, so you have to look out for uh, for those changes. You know, the one thing, uh, when you bring value to a tenant, you know, you're just going to increase tenant retention. Okay. Um, and if you embrace telecommuting, that's going to increase tenant retention, believe it or not, you know, so it's just doing things for the new, uh, new world, not for what was happening, you know, four weeks ago, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, you know, you got to change, you got to pivot quickly. Being nimble is important and if you're nimble, you can move, you can you know, juke to the left or the right, and you can move forward. And that's what's happening now, you know, so I just hope that, um, again, that the small businesses, they get their, their help that they need so they can keep people employed. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they make mention of, you know, uh, stay home, stay, you know, quarantine yourself, you know, protect everyone. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But you have some businesses, some industries, you cannot work from home. If, you're, if you will work on a, on, on a manufacturing line, you cannot work from home. What are you going to do? Okay, that means you, you don't work, you don't get paid. You don't get paid, you're going to go hungry. Okay, and the government can only help so much. Sending $1,200 a person is, in, uh, let's say in New York City, that's not even your rent. So how do you go through it? You know, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. So they need to start opening up cities, but doing it the right way. You know, uh, zip code by zip code sounds like a great plan. Okay, so in any event, uh, that's it for the for this uh, this episode of Money Not Sleeps, and I'll be back with you next time. Just just you know, as I said, with the um, with the oil plummeting, uh, I don't think it's gonna be a permanent thing, but I don't think it's gonna skyrocket to hundred dollars either. You know, I think that it's gonna settle and have some sort of balance once the craziness goes over. Because you know what's happening now too. In, in closing of the show that, yeah, look, you have, um, you have these contracts that issued, you know, someone's going to have to be put the oil at some point. That's why people were running for the gates, you know, because no one wants to, you know, be home and and, and and wherever they live. And then all of a sudden they're, they're put this oil where they're going to put it. You know, storage facilities are at full capacity. The pipelines are full. Where you gonna put it on tankers on ships? It's gonna cost. this gonna cost these. You know, whoever's gonna get put the oil is gonna cost them. I don't know, you know one hundred fifty grand a day, a week, I, whatever it's gonna be. It's it's not gonna be cheap, okay. And then look the companies, uh, the the oil companies like the Exxon's and and companies like that. Uh, they're gonna benefit from this. You don't think they are, but they will. They're getting hit. But when people begin to realize that they're the ones. That, that are going to be selling the oil to the people that have these contracts. Well, you know, think about, you know, their their profit margin there. All right. Anyway, on that note, you guys have a great trading day. and I'll be back with you uh, next time on Money Never Sleeps. Initiating
0: shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, My mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.
0: All opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such.